Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. Super Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. Hello, ladies and gents. You're with Adrianosaurus, one of the co-hosts of Super Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. We're here for our first Super Coach review of the round. We've finally got some NRL on. Uh, round one is done and dusted. Uh, my my co-host Nathan from Supercoach Guns, welcome to the show for a start and commiserations. But was don't you just love rugby league, mate? The Dolphins get I, up. I love rugby league when my team is not the is not um, being exposed to an upset, and that's exactly what happened this round. So no, I I, I like rugby league, but I can't say I love it right now. Oh. Um, I mean, oh, look, and with that, obviously, came some very disappointing Supercoach results. Of course, Brandon Smith didn't fire, Tedesco didn't fire, Sam Walker kind of did. He went all right, and Egan Butcher flopped. So that's going to be great fun talking about that. And well, it will a be a lot of other disappointments. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've been getting a lot of DMs about people going into all of their round two. Um, panic trades, and it's all got roosters. Look, they were outplayed all, all across the park. It was really good to see because obviously I don't care. I mean, I don't care for the roosters too much. Um, and I didn't give the Dolphins a hope, and I was cheering for him. And just as a, you know, even if you take this, the roosterness out of it, it, w- it was nice to see the Dolphins get up for the game. And and, and to me, it didn't look like it was just um, getting up because it was their first game ever. They looked really fluent. They looked good out there. They attacked. Their defense was solid. Um, you know, the hammer even looked good, far out. I mean, uh, yeah. so it was really good to see. But anyway, we're getting off topic. Um, this is our first uh, review show of the round that was. I used to do these all solo, but we've included you in it because we've done such great content together. So it's terrific to have you on board. We're going with a slightly different format. We're going to do different segments, um, and we'll everyone can just see how it all pans out. We'll, we we might edit it if we don't like the way it, it comes across, but I'm sure it'll be good and we'll get cracking um, with the first segment. Getting to know you. <laughs> There's uh, the, the number one episode, the first uh, talking point of the uh, review, and that is getting to know you. We're going to go over our scores for the round, um, what worked for us, what didn't work, who were our VCs and Cs, and what do we both think um, par is going to be for the round? Do you want to go first? How'd you how'd you go this week? Um, obviously, we haven't had all the updates because we're, we're, we're recording fresh off the round, but how are you looking? I have had an absolute howler. Um, 1,082 points is what I scored. I vice-captained uh, Cleary mm. and I captained uh, James Tedesco. And so <clears throat> I finished with, um, of course, you know, a pretty rubbish captaincy score. I also, like, the individual scores were okay, but no one really stood out outside of Hopgood who scored a ton. Uh, Dewey went really well. Fed went really well. Um, and then I had, like, Welch, Sam Walker, Val Holmes. Oh, Harry Grant and Turbo also went really well, I should say. And then they all scored, like, 60s. But then I had too many too many 40s and 30s for my liking. And, uh, yeah, i got to say, some guys I will stick solid on. Um, but Egan Butcher, for example, you know, Simbin for a dangerous tackle. Probably going to have to sell him if he's missing three weeks at this stage in the season. 
Yeah, well, well, it all hinge on whether he gets um, suspended. Look, he finished with 31, and that was with minus 17 in negative. So you put 15 minutes onto his clock, you give him back those 17 points. Yeah. He's 55, 60. He's done a perfectly good job. If the he one thing all those negative yeah. stats. Yeah. The one thing I will mention is that it's not three weeks. It's three matches. So the Roosters have a buy around four, which would have been, in theory, Egan's third week. Mm. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. So he misses two, three, and five. So he's not back to round six if it's yeah, like a three-week suspension. Charged? Has he been charged? Uh, we won't find out tomorrow morning. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting he'll be charged and suspended. Yeah, I think he might get a fine because he has no priors. I mean, he's got a pretty squeaky clean. So anyway, but that's that's off the point. Um, So, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, look, for me, I fish on 1144. I did drunk Captain Turbo when someone dared me to. I mean, isn't that funny? I do a podcast. We, we're we such serious super coaches and I can get drunk, um, te- teased into picking a captain. But it worked out well. I was I was tempted by Turbo as well because it was a sellout. Yeah, it was looked good in the warm-up and I just pressed the trigger. That was probably the difference because I finished about 60 points ahead of you and that was probably the difference in captain's scores. Uh, yeah, I had some good stuff in there and some bad stuff. I cannot believe that I played Calm Pereira. This bloke's an AE nightmare. If he doesn't score three tries, even if he scores two, I think it could be AE a nightmarish. Well, not not AE <laughs> nightmarish, but it'll be it'll still be shit house. Well, I think we, I, I, I thought that we sort of knew that, you know, he is going to be a lot like Alex Johnston in his super coach output. You know, he will score a fair amount of tries, but if he doesn't get these tries, he doesn't quite have the base for him. He's got nothing, mate. He, I played He's him. I played him for six points. Yeah. I know, and that's gonna sting. But you know, did you play him? Is he gonna make me feel better? Um, I, I didn't play him, but remember, you beat me by sixty, so you, you're doing okay. I must say. Yeah, I have done well considering I've got a six in there in round one, which really pisses me right off. Um, I'm uh, I'm nine out of ten in my leagues. I just got pipped in that last game by someone, but it's only a couple of points. Actually, two of mine are coming down to the wire. It's in my Adrianosaurus Cashy 1 and my Adrianosaurus Cashy 2, of course. <laughs> um, but look, I think I've got off to a reasonable start. What I will say resoundingly, my big mistake this week in playing Khan Pereira, I just thought it was going to be in a, a high attacking game. Maybe I did put some logic into it, but uh, somewhat of his style... Is it going to get much softer? Who are they going to play? The Dragons, maybe? We don't think the Dolphins are going to go easy. Who can you play him against and feel confident that you could play him? I reckon he's going to be a shit cheapie, and I really, um, I'm not going to play him again. <laughs> now, listeners, just remember that Addo's probably got a bit of a remorse for him after <laughs> what's just happened. Yeah, you get me so fresh. You get me fresh, I'm you've negative. Got, you've got live Addo here. Oh, well, mate, I'll tell what you what. I will say... Sorry, you go. I'll, I'll tell you what. You, I want you to play him then. You tell me when you're playing him so I can okay. laugh. Because well, he's just horrible. Here's the short answer. I'm not playing him until I know who exactly the bad teams are this year and who leaks tries on their on the left side, you know? Yeah, they looked, so, um, they looked busy. Right. And look, there was two tries there that went to Sammy, and that could have been a pass out to him. It could have been a couple of tries. But he doesn't go looking for work. He doesn't take grunt runs out of there. Um, he really has absolutely nothing but tries in there. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even last in the team, to be quite honest, but um, we'll see. That was probably the, the the low point of my round. I had some 30s and 40s in there. Look, Taruva, I played him. 
39. Um, he he downdated to. I wasn't impressed with what I saw from top. Oh, he is on the right, not the left. Um, but he he updated to 43 because that's just Brian, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. you know, and and yeah, I I play I had Welsh. I play uh, Utikamano is at my front row too. So 41 from him. I was worried for a while there that he wasn't even going to go above 30. Um, we'll talk about that when we cover um in the, our new stuff. Um, but yeah, oh, look, Brandon Smith of the 41, Egan Butcher there. I was just like, why the hell did I buy him? I'm interested to see what comes out on the charge sheet. I'm inclined to always hold trades if, um, you know, there's nothing. To, I mean, look, I've got four roosters, so one of them's going to have to move. But my plan has always been to get Sam Walker up to Hines if he's good to go, ready for their um brilliant games. So if he's not charged, I don't think I'm gonna I'm not gonna move him next week. I'm gonna wait and see. They're gonna play the Warriors next week, and I reckon after what the way they played this week, I'm expecting a big game from the Sydney Roosters, Sydney City Roosters next week. Yeah, look, I seriously seriously hope so because I was not happy today. Um, and rightfully so, in my opinion. The Roosters just looked a bit, that's right, a little bit soft in the middle, particularly the bench. I think the bench was a bit soft. Um, and I can only hope that as our, um, you know, as our forward pack starts to come back, so like, you know, getting Jared back is going to do a world of good. Manu back will force Hutchinson into the utility and he can play a little bit of lock. And I don't mind, I rate him defensively. Um, it's really the guys like, you know, Nahafahu White and Terrell May, who are no more than 20, 25-minute players. They had to play too many minutes today. And that's where, and Jake Turpin as well. He shouldn't be playing for 70 minutes. I get that it was muddled or, you know, how, too many minutes. He played too many minutes today. Turpin, I get that it was muddled with Smith's HIA, Cheese's HIA early on. So there's a bit of forgiveness on my part. It was it was far from an ideal start to the season. I can tell yeah, you that definitely. much. And and I don't know if you should panic because I mean we all had them as the favourites for the tournament. They are they're synonymous with starting a little slower. It was you're up against the Dolphins, so that's pretty slow. Um, but they were good. And I just don't see the Roosters pulling out what they did this week. Um, next week I think they'll be a lot better next week. And if say Egan Butcher and, and some people saying I'm going to move move on the cheese. We'll get onto all of that stuff when we talk the talking points. But look, I VC'd Cleary as well. We're going to talk about Cleary, and and I've got some questions for you that I've just posed in our run sheet. You can tell me what you think. And I captain Turbo um, drunk. So what do we think? Par is I think eleven hundred is probably par. I think you might be just a tick under, and I might be just a tick over. Yeah, I maybe think maybe you're right on par. Yeah, I might be around par. Either way, much like the Roosters, I am also synonymous for starting slowly. So <laughs> let's see what we got. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. I think we're, I mean, it's not an absolute barrier. It's not, um, you know, I think it'd take another 50 points off you and you would have been quite low. If I didn't have Calm Pereira and I had an extra 30 points in there, I think I'd be too, uh, nicely above. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And you, each week we're, we're charged with making decisions, probably in one position on our center wing bench because we've gone with a lot of cheapies. And we'll talk about the cheapies that did do well, the ones that didn't do well when we get to um, the segments on scores. But let's move it on now. Um, we think around 1,100. So if you're somewhere hovering around there, you, you'll probably get off to a decent enough start this year. Hopefully... 
Uh, I don't. All the games haven't updated. They haven't been in a rush. Today they updated. Oh. Uh, you know the manly game, but not the game before that one. Yeah, came late in the I afternoon. All all the Saturday games are updated now. We're just waiting on the Sunday games. Oh, well, we'll see how it comes down uh, on the old uh, updates for me. If I get nine or, or I'll get my good worst case, get eight out of ten leagues. Best case, I'll get ten out of ten, which is a good start for me. Let's move on to the next segment. I'm your host, Adrianosaurus, and welcome to tonight's news. <laughs> that's, oh, that's uh, good. News of the round. Um, look, uh, talking points for me, the Dolphins. Oh, we covered it at the top of the show. How nice is that? Let's talk about the captain's game. Um, Cleary, he was the highest captain of the week. I, the time I looked at it before um, deciding to VC him, he wasn't the highest then. It was Teddy. Mm. Um, but he obviously people just late made a move for it. Oh, actually, once I the game started, I was like, how dumb are you, Aid? It was raining while they were warming up. So why'd you, why'd you keep it on him? I could have gone and... You know, well, it worked out well with Turbo. I just had to throw all, all it out on the table and go with Turbo. Um, clear yeah. at 33%, 33.3 to be exact, um, 53 points. That's low. We'll talk about Cleary. Teddy, uh, he was t- next best um, percentage-wise for captain on 24.0. I will say probably the same from both of them. It was a bit underwhelming oh, by their standards, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. Have you got it there in front of you? I didn't write it down on there what Teddy ended on because it was uh, a 52. 52. So they're both right around the same thing, and, and you probably expect 25 points more minimum out of them. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's the big bulk uh, amount of, of captains. Look, these um, Trell owners obviously had faith in him. 5.9% captained him. That's obviously a big drop down from those big ones. And you and you won to the tune of probably 40 points, essentially, because um, when we double up the scores... My captain was 3.9. Nice Uber. That's just part of the reason why I went over the line with it. I was just like, when are you ever going to get 3.9 Tommy action? So I jumped on. Yeah. 97 was delicious. Munster. It was looking like you're in all sorts there for a while, but luckily yeah. Munster back on, um, finished with the 65, which is probably low, but if he wasn't off with that finger thing, he probably could have been on for a good score. 3.2% went in. Murray, um, 2.4%. He isn't he just so bankable, Murray? And uh, look, they've uh, that, that was a good captain because that's actually probably on par with with Turbo, close enough, isn't it? Um, and Ruben Garrick, two point one percent of people captain Ruben. The last two games I've seen Ruben and he's looked absolutely bloody terrific and he scored tons uh, and he finished on one hundred and twelve this week. Holmes, um, he was two percent captained as well, so right around that home uh, Garrick price. I floated going Garrick to Antipod Holmes and he beat him by 50 points. But Holmes was not shit. Um, 65 points from him. So I think if you landed a Murray, if you landed a Garrick, um, if you la- landed a Trell, if you landed a Turbo, you're probably in good shape. If you're one of the Cleary Teddies, you're going to be 40 points behind most other people probably unless you had some real weapon uh, other players. Um, anything to say on captains? Obviously, um, it was... Probably a low percentage move by me, wasn't it, to go turbo? Because I never, ever go against the crowd in, in round one, usually, because that's just a fraught with danger. Um, but I did play a low percentage play, and it paid off for me this round. But I don't know if I'll be you know doing that on the regular. I, I generally like to get kooky with my VC and then you know play the straight, straight bat with the uh, captain. Yeah, I mean, I uh, no, I've always been that, captaincy is the place you stay the same 
it's the players in your team is where you go different because the captaincy can make or break you yeah. if you butcher it. Yeah, and, and if you're going to get creative, make it with a bloody um, VC. Um, look, I've been arguing with a few people on the socials. I was arguing about Turbo, how much uh, – because I was like, oh, Turbo is going to update to mid-90s. He's owed a line break assist and a try assist. There's no way – old mate just broke the line and ran forward. He passed it to Turbo, who ran out of the 12 metres and then drew and passed to the try scorer. It's got to be a try assist to him. In every other circumstance, I'd do it. And I was arguing with them, but I was also arguing about Harry Grant getting a try a, a try contribution for that one. He passed King had his back to the defense, and it was, I, I'll tell you why I reckon it's dog shit. Because if there was a brick wall there, just say you had a bricky come in and just put up a brick wall, it'd still be a try. I reckon Harry could have just bounced it off that brick wall out to the eventual try scorer. It wouldn't even matter if it was a brick wall or or King. King what did King do? other than just get it laid on a platter for him to just catch and pass to the try scorer. It's ridiculous. That if we're going to become last pass, we're a dumb front rower who did shit all. It's nothing. Harry got jumped out of dummy half, got on the outside of his man. All, all King had to do is just stand there with his back to the fence and pop the ball to the guy running the line. I mean, it was – look, all right, I'm ranting. But I will say this one. I did say to the person I was arguing with – uh, in the chat, that that was the one that I could have lived with, none of the turbo stuff. So, look, I can live with it. But how did you see it? I'm just interested to know. Well, <clears throat> live, I was thinking that's a great try assist. I watch it back. I think I can understand why they've given it to King, but I would have given it to Grant. Yeah, so I mean, I on, the eye test, the on the eye test, it looks like um, it's or Harry. You're like, mate, Harry, Grant, how great. He's the best hooker in the bloody world. He put it, laid it on a platter. We're diminishing the great play, the playmakers in our game. It's a try assist. And what King did is, in a nutshell, a contribution. He contributed to that try that Harry assisted. He made that try. Uh, it's uh, They got him around the wrong way there. That's the wrong way. That's clearly a try contribution to King and, and the person who put the try on, Harry Grant. Um, that's my opinion anyway, but... I don't want to make this show a complaining show. I want to just point out my things that I don't like and I'm unhappy about. But you know what? I'm going to be a big boy and wear my big boy pants and I'm going to cop it. But I reckon uh, I reckon Harry was um, ripped off. Let me ask you this question. No happy? No happy? What's going well, on with, uh, with the Penrith Panthers? I've written another follow-up question. Is there cleary worries? I know that's a no. stupid question to ask. You can answer that one first. Yeah, no worries with Cleary. Wet weather, you know, rubbish game. Still scores 50. Um, still scores 53 in a game where Penrith never looked likely to score anything of any sort. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to, you know, write it off. I'll write it off. For, I'll write that game off for all my Penrith players that played, you know, a full game. I'm talking about Luke Garner. He's on the chopping block this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got questions which I'll follow on with about them. But um, do you reckon that there is worries with no Appy there? I I'll tell you what, we'll talk about um, Sonny Luke, but I don't reckon they I – I really don't think they are a shoe-in for the top four, and they certainly it's way open for the premiership, but we just had round one. And they've replaced, yeah. um, you know, some real um, gun plays in their team with guys that are going to work into their roles. So I'm not yeah. panicking about um, the the Penrith Panthers. They do have, have worse shit. And I, I'll tell you what, I am slightly worried about I mean, people are floating, oh, when Hines comes back, I'll just turn Cleary into Hines. I'm like, well, that's just 
poor business. Turn your Sam Walkers and, and work your money so that you keep your guns if you can. Um, but look, I must say, I'm, I'm honestly a little worried about Toto, um, although he did update the 40s. Um, here's another question for you. Is Hodjo the death of Dillbags and Moses? Because, <laughs> look, um, we're going to go over um, the cheapies that scored well, and, and Hodgson did okay for, for Supercoach, but... You know, you didn't do well if you were a Dillbags owner. He finished on 32 because he's got a bit of a base on him. Moses, Mitch Moses, probably one of the form halfbacks in the comp last year. Getting the service there, slow, slow service, mate. It, I'm telling you, it looked awful. People are like, oh, look, oh, God, I started with Hodgson. What do you think, Ed? I was like, well, there's, there's players like Kronk who were awesome in the NRL and it, it didn't translate to a super coach. And in this match here, someone who looked shithouse in, in, in uh, NRL landed on decent enough super coach points. But everyone around him fell into a, a black hole. Yeah. Is, is he, he going to, I mean, can you own Moses and Dillbags? Well, at some point in the season, we'll, we will probably all own a Parramatta half particularly over the origin period. If you look ahead, they play 13, 16, 19. We've harped on about it all pre-season. That's when you want a Parramatta half. Right now, you don't go near them with a 10-foot pole and hope you can buy a low with this com- with these combinations uh, gelling, essentially. So, no, I-, I don't think it's the death, but I think they've had to go to the hospital and are undergoing surgery, but they will be back to full health. Yeah, I just reckon it might take a little while for Hodgson to sort of work into their style of play. But that's the thing. In that game there, it looked to me like Hodgson's style did stunt them. I'm sure they're going to work on it. Um, So I don't think it's going to be the death of them. But I I would have already been worried about that before the season started. And I would not have started with um, Dillbags or Moses with all the troops that they had out. And I was. I was such an um, anti-Hodgson person. So, uh, look. You, you think um, which way are you leaning on Egan Butcher? Because the thing is, all these people saying, oh, and even you on the start of the podcast, oh, Egan was a dud. He finished on 31 with minus 17 in negative points and was off the field for 15, even made 43 tackles. So if he didn't get um, all those negative stats and he had the extra 15 minutes of the game, I think it would have been a 60-pointer. Oh, he was busy. I'm not, dis- I'm not disputing that Egan was a dud. I'm, sa- I, I'm not saying Egan's a dud. I'm saying that scores of the... Um, yeah, the score was done. He played well outside of his sin bin, right? Yeah. Um, but I think if the sin bin is as harsh as what I think it will be or the suspension is as harsh as what I think it will be, because I think he, what he did was on par with probably what Rapana and Wade Graham did, and they've gone three weeks. And so yeah, well, I see... Rapana's getting three weeks because he does it every bloody game. What a liability he is. I, I'm, I'm ashamed hold to have on, a team called on. Rapana Rama. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Egan Butcher, because it's three games, you know, as we as we as I said earlier, it's really like he's not back till round six now. Yeah. So gets, I'm saying if he gets, a couple, of, if if he gets he a couple of weeks, he's a sell. Yeah, I yeah. reckon so because you can't afford to just sit someone there. And this is the reason why we said you can't. Well, you you were against holding Schuster. Because you're like, yeah. get, get one of these cheapies in and downgrade to shoes to have an active yeah. moving thing in your team. Um, and I agree with Butcher. If he does not get suspended, if it's a fine, I'm going to hold no it. I reckon here. the score would have been good. And they're up against the um, Warriors next week. I think he, you know, looks, oh, people I'm chatting to today are all negative. I mean, and I'm not 
Mr. Positive, but they're all like, oh, I don't even know. I think before too long, you'll be back on the bench. He, he played all right to me in a losing team that just didn't look to be going. So, <coughs> you know, I just thought it was all right. To the, to the people that think that Ian Butcher is going to get benched, who for is what I say. Josh Wong, he yeah. can't even crack their 17. Angus Crichton's still got off-field off issues with his mental health, and Satili Tupanua doesn't have a knee right now. So Egan Butcher's job security is as good as any other back rower in the comp. Yeah. So he's not losing his spot. It's whether or not he's suspended. Yeah. Well, you've that got all the, the you've got all the Teague with a try people um, celebrating. That's Teague with a try. Butcher didn't yeah. get a try, and he would have and, and landed on the same if he didn't get sent get the bin. Yeah. Except oh. you know Teague's. Teague's Teague. We all love Teague. Yeah, I love Teague. Teague time. I'm all for it. But I'm just saying, I think maybe we might be, yeah, it was a pain. It annoyed me. When I saw him go, I was like, why did you do that, mate? Anyway, but I, I'm not going to move him on and I'm not going to rush. This is what I want to do. I want to, even though I, well, it worked out well for both of us, my panic tr- uh, trading to get um, Harry Grant back in because he was one of our top scorers for the week. Um, for feeder. How nice to see him on the left there, but. On the flip side, Kieran Foran went off injured. Did he? He did. He went off injured late in the game. Well, what they're saying is that it – hang on, I wrote it in here. Because here I I, uh, I didn't get to see this game. And oh, they said, told me. They said Sorry, yeah. it was on the knee and they reckon it might be just a soft tissue. So, you know, it's nothing major. But, um, wow, David Feed had a good game today. Uh, there was – Good, he was getting good quality ball. I, I don't even think that David David had a good game, but not a great game. A better game than we've seen of his work than he's worse. I reckon he could go a hell of a lot better. Um, and it was a what did, what did we have him down for an eighty one pre update. So um, it's great to see him on the left. I think that people who don't own him are going to be really scared not owning him. Yeah. Now, again, I I must emphasize I haven't seen uh, any of. This game, so I don't know um, <clears throat> what Fafita did. Can you fill me in on? You know, yeah, he, he made a nice. He, he, he got a really nice ball, busted through the line, did a beautiful draw and pass. You know, he was good. He was he was busy. He was defending well. Um, he had a good game. I'll give him a seven, eight, seven out of ten. He ran for one hundred and ninety six meters. Yeah, he was good. Whew. Okay, yeah, he was right, he was I'm good. Happy. Um, let me ask yeah. you this question. Um, Uitikamano, can you do you, are you concerned? I mean, I, I know it's but you got a 41 pre-updates. And I mean, people who are going with um, you know, more fancied ones might have got a 60. Can you have Uitikamano as your front row too? Or do you think that that's something that you're gonna probably want to adjust pretty quickly and get a better front row in there and have Uitikamano as your third? Nah. Because front rowers do score 40s because of good opposition. Now, again, it wasn't good opposition today, but he will improve as the season as we get into the season. I've got no worries with it. The minutes were good. The output will improve. So I think you're locking in. Yeah, I felt like he didn't. I mean, I was so glad when he came back on. I think it was 20 to go, but I just – I don't know what the minutes were. I haven't looked at it. But 50 minutes. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, I'm not going to panic on that as well. Um, Yeah. Uh, let's have a chat on some minutes um, type stuff because I want to get your opinion on this. Everybody is blowing their trumpets on Tohu. Got to get Tohu in. He he played the whole 80, looked sensational. He scored really well. Um, he, Do you think that that was just because there was a super close game? I mean, he's, you're going to have um, 
Jazz come back into that team as well, who plays middles. You've got other guys in there. Nia Koro spent time on the bench. I think it was just due to the close game. Do you, can you see a world where Tohu plays big, like those, 75? 70, are you going to play those minutes all, every week? I could see it happening. Yeah, I really could. I reckon you could play 70 or 80 comfortably each week. And, well, he, looked, uh, he looked just as good he, in the 76 yeah. minute. He doesn't even look like he's – he doesn't stop what he's doing. He's just a machine. He just He's a machine. He's a machine. And uh, I'm, you know, I think it will come again. It will come to a time where we will watch having uh, Tohu Harris in our front row. Um, the question is when and uh, is it in the front row? Like, do we want another stable second rower? Like, oh, because I mean, I must I'm, say, I'm looking. I'm yeah. running Uto. That's why I followed it on from Uto because I've got him in there and I could make him into a toe. Just say Butcher gets three weeks. You know, I, I might make a second trade to to fund the money to get Butcher up to Tohu because I've got him down yeah. on, my, on the people that caught our eye. But I just wanted to ask whether you thought he would go, he's going to get good minutes. I mean, all the Kiwi people that I talked to are like, Tohu's the man. He's just going to keep doing it. And when Tohu, if Tohu plays those minutes, he could be front row, top scoring front rower. And with an honourable second place to Christian Welch. Yeah, well, I mean, I hope so, because I've got him in my team. Um, yeah. Corey, everyone was saying he's – I was too. I've, I heard whispers off coach, he's going to play 70 minutes. He got um pulled off the field, and it was for a fair bit of game. So – and he wasn't yeah. injured. So, I mean and, – and they played, you know, someone of Tohu's age. I mean, obviously, I apologise to everyone because all the chat was – I think, you know – I heard early season chat that Nia Cora yeah. was training the house down, and then it looks like Jackson Ford came came in and became the one that trained more houses down, and he was the one that got the start and the big minutes because he played – did he play the whole game? He, he played – Yeah, 80-minute back row. Yeah, so, I mean, um, if you're a Nia Cora owner, what are you what are you thinking? Do you want to get – you might as well get one more look at him. Yeah. Um, I'm more alarmed as a Garner owner than I would be as a Nia Corey owner. I would be less, like, because Luke Garner played 50 minutes. Like, it's just not good enough. A 60-minute edge forward can still be relevant at times in Supercoach. I've never heard of a good 50-minute edge forward. Man. Never. And, it, I mean, he didn't look good. Just the synergy out there. But, I mean, look, they might might get to it. We were all used to seeing kick out, so... But you know what? What you're going to do? He's, yep. he's gone. Um, Sunny we're, Luke. On, we're on Garner, aren't we? Oh, we are. Oh, we're, we're up to Garner. Again, so. Yeah, give me, give we're me Garner. Garner. What, you... what, ha- what happens? You're selling. I'm selling him this week. If you, unless Butcher is suspend, suspended for a lengthy period, I'm selling Luke Garner this week. After and round I'm one, thinking, after I've said enough. We saw on the preseason challenge his output was rubbish. Yeah, and. He was the first to be moved if an injury went down. He went straight to centre. Now, here, he's played 50 minutes, and that's just not good enough. I'm sorry. I won't even put up with it. He's gone, and he'll he'll be going straight to Teague. I've got the cash. Teague Wilson's in. Garner's out. And then... You just well, accept we'll you made a mistake. Sort of yep, pretty much. Happens all the time. That This is why you've got 46 trades. Trades are there to be used when you need to, and I feel like I need to with Luke Garner. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to wait, you know, so if, if there's nothing, if you've got an opportunity to get a second look at someone, but that's the thing too, because on the turn, 
you, you're going to have to activate a, a trade if you want to have three. If you feel like you're going to need to make four moves, you will have to wait, make one before you know before the turn where the price changes happen. I reckon um, when that World Club Challenge was on, I, I looked at him and I was like, well, I'm not having him. I'm not having him. And yeah. I look, it didn't look any better to me the other night. Uh, Sonny Luke. Now, all these people, even on some great minds, the playbook guys are like, Sonny Luke's going to play the big 50, 60 minutes. And what's his name's going to just take the sting out of the game? Well, he played a big, big minutes. Yeah. Can he? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, they looked way better when Sonny Luke came on. Yeah. Um, the playbook guys were right. That's what they should have done. But what they but what they did was well, we'll give Kenny first crack. He's been here, he's been playing more NRL. We'll give him a go. But what what's evident is that Mitch Kenny is not an NRL hooker. Like Jake Turpin looked better at hooker today than Mitch Kenny did for Penrith. And that's saying something because I think Jake Turpin passes it forward every time from dummy half. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the other thing too is that I think at a period when Sonny Luke came on. Kenny was running as a back, uh, you know, a middle. You know, he's running as, middle, as a, yeah. a, like a thirteen, sort of in that. Yeah. You know, not Murray. Ruben Cotter. Yeah, Ruben Cottery type role, and he looked good. Yeah. Because so, he's a middle forward. He's a, he is a middle forward now, and I don't. When he realizes that and puts all his effort into becoming a middle forward, that's when he will become a reasonably good first grader, like what yeah. Ruben Cottery did. He realized he wasn't a hooker. So he made himself into a middle forward, and look how well he's going. Yeah, well, Karen McInnes did the same. Yep. Well, now we're waiting for Cheese to realise it as well. Hey, hey, don't get hey. Uh, look, I, I would not be surprised. I reckon they're too professional an outfit for it to not happen sooner rather than later. So if I was somebody that started with Sonny Luke, I would not be pu- panicking or anything. He scored nah. well anyway because he came on and sparked him. He finished with fifty six. He's in the good stuff. So you hold. And look, you would have been hoping for a lot more than what you saw in week one for minutes, but I would not be surprised to see that happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, agreed. And because, like, we- it'll be he will very easily he'll probably get like 10, minute, 10 extra minutes per game that he plays now, where at that point he'll end up being a 65 minute hooker starting. So you've got the um, buy in round three, haven't they? So you won't. I mean, if he if he goes and gets a good score this week, you know, you could probably on the turn once they've got over there by. If Cheese is not doing any better, you could maybe go down to St. Luke, make yourself a whole bunch of money. If you've got Harry Grant, like me, yeah, same here. I mean, yeah. I mean, it'll, look, it'll, 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 it might it might just kill me to sell Brandon Smith, but if. You love him way too much. <laughs> Let's talk. How could I not? How yeah. could I not? Because he's shit. He was shit today. Uh, 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 he got uh, absolutely uh, smashed by Kafusi. Uh, uh, Have you not uh, seen uh, the game? Uh, 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 I've seen the game. He he had a HIA, which did not help him. No, and that's, that's they true. lost Victor Radley, so he ended up playing lock forward. Yeah, and he got smashed. Uh, did you see that? I, I mean, did. The whole, game, I, I, the whole game pretty much, but he was like a man possessed. I was mounting Please? off at Kafusi a little bit. I was not very happy at him. Well, I mean, I'm not the biggest Kafusi lover, but it was. No. I mean, as a, a rugby league fan, he was he he absolutely rolled the whole team by himself, basically. Um, yeah, I don't know if you paddock on cheese as well. It was okay, and and look, the Chooks had some adversity, like you said, um, to deal with today. So, um, Munster compound fracture. He's going to be out for two to three weeks. They say. 16.8%, you just cut your losses. Who's it going to go to? 
probably Dewey because, I, I mean, Leicester spending big time in that centre wingers. You can go make yourself a couple of couple of cents, a couple of yeah. dollars. If you own Dewey and Munster, which would be, one, ridiculous, but sort of feasible, I guess. But if, you, if you're doing that, then you're probably going ahead and saying, if Heinz is named, well, that's how I'm getting Heinz in and hoping that you have Katara at halfback. You know? well, that's right. If you've got a Katoa at halfback, it's a nice, easy transaction because you've got a real easy jump to Heinz. Who, you know, I heard Coach say after the game he's a week-to-week prospect. We did hear little whispers. We hear whispers that it's worse than next yeah, week. Yeah, I've heard it's a torn car, but I've also heard that he's back next week. Yeah. So well, that's why we love Teamless see. Tuesday, eh? Um, yeah. there, was, there was So, look, if you've got Munster, you're going to have to find something to do about it. Um, Coates, I was actually really shocked to see that people were getting on the Coates wagon to start the year. 9.2% of people own him. Um, it's going to be two weeks with the AC joint. Which, you're not waiting. Coates is, yeah. Coates is not like, it's not like um, you're going to cry about not owning Coates anymore, are you? No, and it is a shame that Coates got injured because for the first time in what feels like an eternity, Coates has gotten some base stats. He had yeah, 16 hit-ups. Yeah, he looks strong and he, he was putting in work. Yeah, but, I mean, and so, well, look, I if, if, I, if I'm if i not sitting in for two weeks, I want to get yeah. somebody in and start the money-making. You know, I know you're going to have to go to someone. Well, you go to somebody that is on week two. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, Miller, um, I guess you could take him probably to uh, Chance or he, if you're really brave, the Hammer. Let's not even go into it. Let's talk about the other injuries. Um, there was a whole bunch of HIAs and this independent doctor thing is, you know, it's crueling some of the scores out there that you could possibly have. Um, Frizzell, Sorensen, Ponga, and he wasn't impressed. Tatola, mate, Tatola's 2.7%. And we talked him up as a possible, like you could if you wanted to, because he showed a real... Um, yeah, leaping minutes, um, output. minutes were on offer as well. Yeah, um, that we, he he was a, could have been a real smoky great start to the year, and he is your punishment. He was out so early, you got no points out of him. Yeah, sad. Um, Jack Williams, the cheese, Bloor, <laughs> poor old Bloor. He can't get a bloody game in without getting injured or a bloody HIA. He's he, Kelvin's gone off now, and he's he lasts the whole game, and he's left it there with Bloor. Um, yeah. Arrow was off with a hammy. I don't know how the severity of that. Um, but that yeah, he couldn't good. come back. No, he, he couldn't. couldn't come back. So, yeah, so I good imagine it's reasonable. Yep. And um, then obviously Totola's got a concussion history as well. So I just see this as Davi Moali to the moon. Yep. Um, uh, Trell, he's got his knee scans coming up. Um, we don't what? know. He he was uh, had problems Sorry? with his knee in that game. Oh, I was on the. Uh, I was out on the uh, tears on that night. But so, he, he still played on, and and look, uh, stretch there is on the um yeah. on, on the Maddie John show saying ah he's all right. So look, if you're a cheese owner, if you're a trail owner, sixteen point eight percent, it'd be you'd be spewing if he if you lost him because he had a pretty good game. I thought um, yeah. foreign. We we we're hearing soft tissue, which is you know we hope that's the case because we love this for feeder and him on the left. I like oh, it. I, I remember how um, really early in the preseason we were like, for feeder and foreign, a match made in Super Coach Heaven. And if we can just get, the, and that's 
really come to light all because of the firmer injury, I believe. Yep. I'm I'm please be fine for him. That would be amazing if he was fine. Uh, Talal, he's had a bit of a rough old run of um, injuries, unfortunately, and he was hot. he looks like he's done a calf or an ankle or a knee. I don't know. But he can hardly walk for a whole half of football. Uh, they obviously gave him the old try to stay out there, and he did not improve. So I would not be expecting that you're going to see Talal next week. Unfortunately, he was, you know, some people took a punt on him. I was going to take a punt on him before I changed my build. Um, and I, I'm, look. I could be wrong. Maybe he makes a miraculous cover recovery. But if you're watching the game, it doesn't look good. Uh, but you know, don't don't worry yet. Wait for TLT suspensions. Rapana, he is an absolute. He's lost. He's Nana. He he, he get every single game. He's an absolute freaking liability. You know. Jordan Rapana, as a Raiders fan, um, we all have a soft spot for Rapana. That's why I call my team Rapana Rama. He's one of much loved in the club. You know, he's got personality. He, he's one of he's our hype guy. He he hypes all the guys up. He has fun. He cuts their hair. He's a really good bloke off the field, but on the field, I mean, he's turning into an absolute thug. I know he's, I, um, he's not a big body. Like he's not he's not doing Nelson breaking teeth and stuff. But he's going yeah. in with dodge shots all the time. I uh I I love it when Rapana does this. It's just so funny to watch. Like he kicked a ball away and conceded a penalty for what no good reason. Oh, I'm gonna get back to my I'll go back to one. Where are you? Oh gonna... What he he gets he kicks the ball. There was no need to do that. It's just I've got a chemical imbalance in my head and I'm dumb. Idiot. Anyway, he's going to have three weeks now. If he takes the guilty, four weeks if he challenges it, which he's not going to do because he knows he's gone. Um, Wade Graham, oh, I mean, what do you think about that tackle? I, I, I think I he's... saw the hit. I saw yeah. the hit. That's yeah, oh, nice. Um, you could yeah. No, it was a symbiote. It was everything. They did it right, but I just loved the hit. It was just so oh. good to watch. Well, I mean, it was good, but it's going to cost him three weeks. One point nine percent are actually. I mean, that's real yeah. tiny amounts. But who? who I, I owned, don't get that. Who's owning um, Wade Graham? That's crazy. All right. <laughs> well, those are the things that I know. If if I've missed something in there, I apologize. But um, there is a little bit of implications in there. Munster's obviously a high percentage player that you own. Coates, you know, he's around that ten percent. The other question I, prob- I want to ask is, is it 11 days now when you get a HI or is it a real? Because in this in this round of football, the independent doctor was ruling them out for the rest of the game. Well, that's always been the way if they have like category one concussions. Yeah, which, always... no, well, which one did? Probably. Uh, um, Totola definitely did. Frizzell probably. Frizzell did as well. Yeah, fair and enough. Obviously, Blore did if he didn't come back. Well, I know that um, Sebastian Chris was not concussed in the slightest, and not, neither was Potter. Yeah. So they're, getting, they're obviously not getting them all right, uh, I don't think. Um, all right, next segment. Around the ground. Around the grounds. Um, look, this is a segment where we're going to talk about the names of the round that stole the show, um, what their super coach score was, and what their ownership is. I've gone and done some. Uh, News headliney type <laughs> catchphrases hey, on them. First one take is it away, Ado. First one is well, what, what did I? What one of the thing I'm? I call him Hop Stud, but it, I'm not allowed to call that Hop Hop Goat is what they want. No, Hop God, Hop God, hundred and one 
with no try. How does a bloke come in at 289,000 and play like that and just hunt up with nothing in there? You expect to see it's like an IPAP grabbing a try or something that gets him over yeah. that run. He's an absolute weapon. Yep. Jermaine Hopgood, you are the next Corey Parker or Paul Gallen. Next the, massive lock forward. How the hell is he? I mean, I recommend Maddo comes back. They're going to say, well, you're playing edge, Maddo. Yeah. Yeah, they is are. I reckon they will. And I reckon it, just quietly, I reckon it's Matt Dory that loses the gig. Yeah. Um, all right. So there you go. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, he's an absolute stud. That's what I call him. My second headline in there is, you're a wizard, Ari. <laughs> I panicked on the day we're, we're before kickoff. I, I was going with the cheese and Boyd. And I yep. made some moves in my team because I was like, I just can't um, not have Harry. I thought that Harry was ripped off that try assist and I was <laughs> shitty while the game was on, but I'll take the try to win the game and the points went up. And Because I was copping it off people in the group going, see, that's why you don't panic, bring people in and change, break your team. Thanks very much, Harry. 91 points. That's a yeah. Harry start. I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. And uh, look, I was, I, I reckon I made, Zero changes to my team on Teamless Tuesday, right? Then we call to do the Teamless Tuesday pod- podcast, and you're like, "I've brought in Harry Grant. <laughs> yeah. He's why he's why I want him." And I'm like, "Well, I can't argue with any sort of fiber of that. I'm taking out. I'm rearranging my side. Goodbye, Lachlan Miller. Hello, Harry Grant." Yeah, he's, and it worked. He's, just, he's a weapon. You know, he may not have. I mean, that was a ninety-one, of course, um, which is an elite score. But he's not really one that gets big one fifty, one sixty type scores. But he's going to hurt you with eighties and nineties every single week because that's just what he does. Um, you're a wizard, Harry. Number two on the list, or the next one on the list for me is Tohu. <laughs> Tohu. 81 points from Tohu. He's 6.6%. I want to give everybody who went with Tohu to start the year a round of applause. I don't even know where it is. There it is. Well done. And look, we we know that the, he's had pedigree in the past, and I was just like, well, is he going to get the minutes? Is he getting too old? No, he's going to get the minutes, and he's not too old. He looks bloody terrific out there. And I mean, look, I, I'm, I'd still be nervous. Um, I'm... I'm nervous that I don't own him, that he could keep playing these minutes. If you already own him and you're part of the 6.6, you know, you deserve all everything you get. If you don't own him and you're like me and you've got your eye on him, let's just hope that you don't go, you know, doing things to bring him into your team and then, you know, his minutes go down. I mean, surely in that team, he he's the man and he's going to keep getting sort of good minutes all the time. It's Tohu. Um, my next one is Paul O. Paulo, big try in there for the big man. He's, he's turned up in round one, Paulo. You know, in a losing side, Paulo, 103 points. 4.8% of people started the year with Paulo. That's just, I mean, look, people who went with Tohu 6.6, I love you. You're just bloody good on you. And people who went with Paulo, well done. 103 to start the year. You deserve everything you get. Yeah. And how much is he? Like 520,000. Yeah, great. That's fantastic stuff. Um, my next headline is I'm king shit. Well, when you get free try assist, mate, you are. But he he, he had a, 
Yeah, well, he had a ripping game, didn't he, um, King? Do you think he's still yeah. got good minutes in, in that team? I mean, he they seem to like him. And yeah, we, we got that I last mean, year. He was a good cheapie. Yeah. I mean, like, the work rate was better than what it was last year. He looks fitter. I, I'm, I've got half a mind to take Garner to Josh King. Hmm. You know? I'm not sure whether I'll go through with it, but oh, you love it has crossed my mind. You love tea. Well, it was a good game. He finished on 96. Mm, mm. Exactly. Well, and I mean, even if you take the tries out, it's still 76 in 80 minutes. Well, Harry would have been over 100 then. So um, <laughs> anyway, um, the next one on my list is DC. Yeehaw! DCE. He scored a triple. He's got tries galore. I was like, pass it to Turbo. But he's had a ripping game, DC. He finished on 119. Is that the top score of the round? I think he Oh, uh, yeah. Three yeah. tries, you know. It is, right. it is the top score, score of the round. BCE, top score of the round. What's his ownership? I've got him in here. 2.8%. That's that's yeah. top score of the round. It's such a sexy ownership. Um, Well done. That's why you around the grounds and you're a DCE owner. You deserve everything you get. I've got Garrific. Garrick. I floated in our center wing podcast, Kenya Antipod, the popular Val Holmes with Garrick. It seems like every time he runs out, he gets a hundred. He's got yeah. Tommy. Tommy Turbo looked short of a gallop. He was actually he did, when he get in the clear in that game, he wasn't even stretching out. It was like he didn't want to do it. Still scored nineties, didn't he? Because he's just such yeah. a weapon of a thing. And if you don't own Turbo, I I'll give you permission to trade after round one. Get him in, um, yeah. but. Uh, look, uh, it was the whole team. We know the Turbos in that team. Everyone looks better. DCE looked great. Um, Turbo looked great. And what more What more needs to be said? Garrick. Exactly. Garrick is a recipient. He goes over for tries, slots the goals. He's not a lazy winger. You know, and I'm not seeing any chance or any moving to the centers anytime soon. He's such a good winger. I will we talk about the people of quarter eye. He's going to be in there for me. Um, next headline. Campbell Slayham. <laughs> He's such a good player, Campbell Graham. Fish on 109. Um, what I did notice there from um, the Rabbitohs is that I mean, they're still elite on the left, but they look really good on the right. I think Ilias has had his, probably his game of his career, but he looks confident. We said that in our um, potty on him. I said, I don't feel like he's going to have second-year syndrome. I thought he really showed the medal of him as a first-grader in last year's final series. He had a terrific game. Let's go back to the right nicely. Uh, and he's, yeah. I mean, he, he's like a tupu to me. He's safe as houses. He'll get you 50, 60 most weeks. And if he goes over for a try or two, you get your tons. He's just um, yep. reliable. I don't think he's going to go off to origin. And I don't reckon the draw matters to him because he's sort of a good base, you know, safe type yeah. um, bloke. Well done. What was his ownership? I wrote it down in there. Um, 2.5. 2.5. I mean, I love these super coaches that are just going to pick a diamond in the rough. I mean, I'm talking about this. You should go with Garrick. 13.7% of people did. So it was obviously a good plan. I just didn't do it myself, unfortunately. <laughs> um Wade E. Gun. <laughs> Wade Egan had he he plays big minutes. I mean, we we did say getting these eighty minute hookers is hard, or the long minute hookers. Uh, he had a ripping game. Wade Egan fished on ninety nine. You know the yeah. percent of people own him. They must be all um, Warriors fans. They'd have to be. Uh, that's that's he had a really good game. Um, I don't know what he costs, but. I mean, obviously, it's not even hardly any people at all, but 
you know, I mean, if you have a hooker, hooker's one of those positions that's a pain in the ass actually at times. And, you know, I feel like Egan's going to get good minutes. Yeah. I mean, did they name a utility on the bench? I feel like they might have. They named Lusk, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, so I, I couldn't say, you couldn't pick him. He's 500,000, so I couldn't pick oh, him. It's a bit more expensive. Well, well done. Some well people done, did it. Well, well done to you. Um, Isar K.O. Azarko. Um, well, we Azarko is a terrible footballer in my opinion, but he looked good today, didn't he? And the Dolphins look good today. Fish on 110, and that is terrific. 4.9%. That's huge. Yeah. I can't believe people were going with Azarko to start the year. Well, he's 380,000 for a goal-kicking winner. You know, I get it was the rubbish Dolphins, but... I can see why, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Rec- wouldn't have recommended it. Yep. All right. And the last one that um, around the grounds for me was Doohy. Well, yes, he does. Ninety-one. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you've got a if you've got a monster thing to deal with today, go go over to um. Yeah. Do do it. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely no brainer. Let's go into here. <laughs> Nailed it. There were some terrific scores from the round. Let's go through them. Murray, you know, he he was a pretty penny, wasn't he? But he fished with an 84. Uh, I'm sure that's updated, that game. I don't know. But he's 39.3% um, owned. That, that'll that sting people who don't own him. You don't own Murray, do you? No, I don't. I don't think he scored 84. I think Murray ended up being revised down. Down? Murray doesn't go down. No, 84. 84, sorry, I missed it. Oh, he's 84. 80, 80, 84. Uh, Farnsworth. I said I thought he's better than Stags. 84 from Farnsey. Um, 3.2% of people agree with me that he's better than Stags. Well, I mean, he's way lower ownership than Stags. He fished with an 84. If you're a Stags owner, I'm sure Farnsworth, Farnsworth costs more. So, you know. Ilias, game of his career, 84. 7.2% yeah. of people. Um, oh, I said in the middies, oh, you know, I didn't mind Ilias. I just thought they had a hard draw. But I, I was saying to people, I reckon at that mid mid price, I mean, I reckon he's going to have a good year, and, and, and it's a good start anyway. Um, yeah. Liam Martin, 83, um, 4.8. He's sort of one of those ones that is safe, and but I think that he's probably more – he's more desirable than the other side now, isn't he, to go to? I don't think any of the sides are desirable. I think it's Nathan Cleary and Baruva, and if Toto picks up Toto, but I couldn't pick – Anyone outside of those three. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, 4.8% of people went for Liam Martin. Koloa Matangi, he's getting better every year, I reckon. Koloa Matangi, 82 he finished on. 3% of people had to go on him. Well done. Haas, if you had any worries about Haas as a premium front rower, their answer. He looked absolutely terrific to me in that game. He he looked like the Haas, the, the score reflects it. It's the 79 Haas. He was just busting. He looked um, really a handful. Now, wasn't there some idiot that said that Payne Haas would average less than 60 this year? <laughs> yeah. Can you remind me? Of, who was that? <laughs> well, there we go. So he's he's off to a good start, Has 79. 23.5%, so he's not a pod. People just went, I'm locking in Haas. He's a weapon, and he's going to score well, and he bloody well did. So there you go. Meaning. Yeah. 76, um, remember when we had our team and you went with Miller and I went with Meany? I obviously changed that when I brought Harry Grant in. But Meany looked really good to me. Um, 76, 6.8% of people went Meany, and obviously you're going to continue to hold him after a 76, but you've got no monster in there now. 
But rest assured, the next couple of games, if you look at the draw, pretty easy for the Melbourne. Well, not easy. There's no easy games, but it's an easy enough. It's easier than Parramatta, I promise you. Um, yeah. Marnie, 76, um, 10.3% of people. That's enough, isn't it? Have taken a punt on him, 76. Yeah. Although some of the other ones that you could have got in there, which was Robson, he did well as well. I mean, I think yeah. if, you were, if you went and, and spent to get a Marnie, you got a nice little uptick on those of us who had a when a cheese, although we got a Harry Grant, we weren't even more expensive and we got more points. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrigan, he is a weapon, 74, uh, 74 points from him and at 24.6%, he's got to be somebody that you have a look at, haven't you? Like I went Murray, but yeah. that's like Murray's score basically for, for cheaper. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I'm very happy with Pat Carrigan. I wish I owned him and uh, I'm sure I will at some point. Yep. Well, let's go through some of the other ones. Tonomapia did well, 74. Trell was a 73. You know, that's a good score, but I mean, well, you know, well, well actually, on the scheme of it, it was one of the good fullback scores this week, wasn't it? Yeah. It was drink, it was a weird round. got a couple of tries and under 60. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? He's got no pace. He doesn't do anything yeah. else. He's not, he's not one of those high 150 kind of fullbacks. Um. Robson was good, 73. A lot of people were worried about um him. Not enough not to go with him, but he, he was he was good um in that game. Uh, poor, uh, you know, they got the field goal there, and it was the worst obstruction you'll ever see. They he Jason Tamalolo got in the way oh, of the markers. No, 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 no. Go no, watch no, the no, replay. No, no. Go watch the replay. Oh, watch the replay. No, no, no. Whitehead ran into right whitehead. Whitehead ran into Tamalolo Anyway, but it wouldn't have made a difference. No. We, we don't deserve to. We came back nicely though, but um, that was a, that should have been penalised. That should have been penalised. Um, Penasini was seventy two. He went off injured, but I think he came back on actually right in the last minute. Yeah, he had a concussion thing. Uh, oh, I missed him on the list. Three three percent. Barnett. Um, he played big minutes. Barnett seventy points. Yeah. I don't know if you can seventy bank points on it. in seventy points in fifty minutes. Yes, yeah. there was a line break in there. Even then, it's sixty and fifty. So, pod territory. I think so. Yep. Um, Jeremy Marshall King, he looked like the best player on the park for me for the Dolphins today. Yeah. He was dynamic. Um, and I I mean, I, just, I made a big statement that I thought he was better than Marnie. I'll, I'll probably come backwards on that because Marnie in that team there has probably looked really good as well. And he looked good at the at the heels as well until maybe the end, I think. I don't know. But um, he was good yeah. today, Jim, Jeremy Marshall King. Um, Mark Nichols <laughs> scored a try, 84. Well done. The hammer. We're, I mean, look, I was calling the hammer a dud. But it didn't turn people off him. Twenty five point two percent people owned him. Well, yeah. And what what I was hoping for from Khan Pereira, he he's obviously a hundred and thirty k or whatever cheaper. But um, the Hammerfish with a seventy nine, he looked pretty good, and he took a lot of runs. Yeah, he did. He's black. Let's let's have a look at his base because that's what interests me. What is it? What is the base of some of these settling fullbacks? Because some of them can be very lazy. Some of them are high workers and. Um, if we have a look at, hang on, here we go. Yes, 20 runs for 192 run metres. Yes, yeah, nothing um, we've ever seen before from the hammer. Yeah, well, that's right. That's a that's different kind of hammer to me. Um, look, yeah. him, I don't know if he's going to do it every week. I don't know what the Dolphins are going to dish up next week. They look good today. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, when you're talking about price changes and all that sort of stuff, at his price point, that's a nice start. Um, yeah. Lou came on. He looked good too. He got over for a try. Three hundred and thirty-four people own Lou Lou. Yeah, and the uh, the good thing about him is that he's centering eligible. 
Well, I mean, he's like if you wanted to, I, I can't knock it because he's just had what well, probably best game of his career by far. He's played fifty minutes off the bench. He's had fifteen hit ups for one hundred and four run meters, four offloads, sixteen tackles, and a try. He's busy, yeah, he's busy out there. Fafita, 81, on the left, looked good. We saw some of the stats from Fafita today, meters run and stuff. is what we want to see. That's what we're hoping for. I've got some cheapy mentions in there. Um, forward from the uh, Warriors finished with a 62, which is a very good score. He looked good out there. One of their better players. Um, CNK, he, what a heroic end to the game. He saved the game for him, really, CNK. And how good mm-hmm. was the moment seeing him happy and stuff? I've got a lot of love for CNK. Yeah. Um, 36.1 is very popular as well. I skipped him, but, um, you know, I, I played bloody Khan Pereira for six points and you played CNK for 63. So well done to all of you. Um, Hodgson 9.7% didn't listen to all of my saying, don't go with Hodgson. And they, um, did, uh, and he finished with a 60. He killed everyone else around him though, but he, he scored a 60 himself. Gula. People yeah. at one time mentioned Gula. I don't know if this, uh, you could trust, um, cause you're going to have I, I Papa. You have him? I had him at one point. At one point, yeah, oh, at one point had I had him. Oh, I well, have, didn't have him. Yeah. Oh, well, he finished with the 60. Cardi with the 59. I think he looked better than um, Dory um, Cardi. 11.3% of people went Cardi. And I think yeah. now the, the job security is a worry. But now that he's got a 59, as long as he goes out and does all right next week, yeah. um, you might and get a price rise. Let's, and what's what was great about Cartwright is that he didn't overplay his hand. He wasn't trying to do too much. He did what the coach wanted him to do, and that was do do the dirty work. And he did. He had 20 hit-ups and made 30 tackles. Yep. Um, Sonny Luke, he finished with a 59. So those people that were shocked by the fact that he didn't get the minutes that you wanted, he still scored well. And I think that those minutes are going to turn around. And, and it's not a – Cardi's good with a 59 start, and so is Sonny Luke at his price. Um, Willie Army, 53. Um, eighteen point two percent. I thought it was a much going to be much lower than that. I went with Willie Army because that's the only way I could afford um, Grant. And I was like, well, I mean, that could come in handy too. That he's second row center wing. Um, Jewel, yeah. he looked pretty good out there as well to me. Heimel, um, with a fifty one. I, I was surprised that he was as low in cost. And I don't think he's got great. I think Marju will probably come in next week. Yeah, someone's going to drop. Someone's going to drop out. Probably, yeah, and it's probably going to be Heimel Hunt. Uh, but Willie Army is the one I'm interested in. Yeah, well, he looked pretty good to me. I was watching him because I, I didn't obviously play him, but yeah. I had him in my team, 230-something K, and he's he's got nice hands. Because, like, I mean, technically, let's say Butcher gets suspended for um, three weeks, I could get a center and move Willie Army up. You know, I could get a yeah. Lockwood Miller or something, you know. So, anyway, just a bit of movability in there, which is handy. handy. Um, let's go into the next one. You really dropped the ball, man. You really dropped the ball, man. Um, there wasn't there was some failures in there, unfortunately, this um round as well. And and that's never a good thing when you um go into your round one team. Six point seven percent of people went with Moses and oh, it wasn't good. Sixteen. And and he's he's expensive. How bad would that sting? Yeah, that would sting big time. Particularly when you could have had Sam Walker for 60, uh, mid, like I think he scored 60. You could have had DCE for 120. You could have had, uh, I don't know, you could have even had Trindle for 45, yep. $500,000 less. Dillbags, 32 from Dillbags um, and 4.5%. They just didn't look on. And I, I look, I'm blaming it all on Josh Hodgson, but maybe that's, in my, maybe I'm too harsh, but it wasn't a good score for Supercoach. 
Sivo, he butchered the game pretty much. Um, and he finished with a 30. It's not the worst, is it? But Sivo is actually yeah. expensive. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I was surprised when I saw his price and, uh, you know, hopefully Paris day be quiet because I want him in my team eventually for this origin period. Yep. Near Kore. Oh, I mean, it's it's going to be a tough hold. It was 35, 3.1%. He's not like a big 15 percenter, but that's going to sting those 3.1s, I reckon, 35. Um, you know, whatever not I have. Not I've as got- much as the next 3.4% miss this next player. Yeah, well, I, oh, mate, they'll be pretty upset. Um, But I got Butcher, and I I mean, I got less. So hold on to Neocore and see what happens next week. Dom Young, <laughs> single digits. How many single digits? Well, we had some bench people that I think probably got low, but someone who he's the only one that played 80 and got nine and got under 10. Yeah, I mean, I think Mortalo was also in that category. Oh, yes. He got revised up. But, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Hetherington, he was popular at one point, 5.4% he's at now, which I, I'm glad that everyone jumped off him. Fish with a 27. Bradman, best. It's not the best, is it? Um, 24 from him. Targo, he's expensive too. 2.5%. Fish with a 33. Cobo, 13.6. I kind of saw, I mean, we saw some stuff from Cobo in the, and he was at fullback. I mean, and that's, that's enough to hurt you, 24, because it's 13.6%. Yeah, and he played. I'm surprised by that because he played pretty well. I think pretty pretty well in an NRL yeah. sense, and I would have had him probably if I was if you'd ask me off the top of my head where I would have had him scoring. I would have said early forties, not twenty four yeah. though. Yeah, twenty four. Right. Um, we tried to warn you off stags. We tried nine point two percent. He's not even over ten percent. So most people listened twenty nine. Stags is just. I mean, can you? The stress levels of owning him. I mean, you're going to have these good times as well. But, I mean, look, you had Stags and he beat Khan Pereira by 25 points. Look at it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Garner, 36, 13.6%. I am. I'm, the alarm bells are ringing on Garner. Luai, yep. he was shit. 1.9. Um, there's not obviously people that are going to go. He's so tiny ownership, but sucked into you people who had him. Oats. What did I write? Why have I got him at 13.6? I don't know. Oh, well, all right, good. So there's not as many people that, that'll be disappointed. Burton, on the other hand, is somebody that lost Ooh, people. Yeah. Um, 27.4%. It was a real rubbish game from him. It was. Uh, Bulldogs just couldn't live up to the hype, could they? Well, not so far anyway. And, and that was sort of part of the reason why I didn't want to go Burton to start the year. Because I was just like, look, I reckon they're going to take a while to warm up. And, you know, we, we saw that in the second, was it the second trial? Yeah, the second trial yeah. and then and then round one. So it's a bit of an unfortunate one. Um, Kickout, 8.4% went kickout. These people have taken a punt on kickout, the dogs coming from the Penrith Panthers, and it was a 32. I think he actually got absolutely rolled by um, Homoli in this. Yeah. They, they played him as like a, a – did you see that he did a bomb? He tried to do a kick, proper kick, like a fifth tackle option, and he kicked it out in the full. Oh, 13. And it was a planned fifth tackle option. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cobo's a 13.6. Oh, okay. Yeah, Um. Yeah. it was a bad game. Um. That's going to hurt. That's 18 points when people were getting 90 from Dewey. So if you picked a Burton instead of Dewey, you're going to be stinging. Um. 
Kickouts, you know, I wouldn't have gone in myself as well at 8.4. The Fox, over 12. He's over 10%. He's 12.1. Yeah. People, That's I the NRL us. fan effect. Yeah, that is. Uh, does, he's never really translated in there. Uh, you know, get yourself an Alex Johnston with that humming, you know, South attack. I mean, I made that mistake too, thinking that the Titans are not the, the Rabbitohs, and I'm not going to play Khan Pereira. I don't know if I'll be able to do it for the rest of the year. I'm hurting for that. I could have had a much better start to the year, and it was just a dumb move by by me. Nanai, 13.1% of Nanai. I've argued with people on the Twitter. They have just been preaching Nanai off to a hot start with their draw. Uh, and, I, and look, I was saying, you know, he's got he definitely got the upside, but he's he's got a low one in him. And that's what scares me off. I'm going to just go and spend up on Murray or go someone like Fafita who can make half of what yeah. Nanai's best is with, with one run. You know, like I just wasn't – and I didn't want to take the risk. But, look, let's say this. It was a 27 this week. You're obviously going to hold him, and it could be a great score next week. They do have a nice draw. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I very much floated the idea of starting with Nanai, and I'm glad I didn't. And uh, upon reflection, he's a he's a luxury piece to your second row. He's not a guy you want in your seventeen week in week out. He's a luxury piece to add, maybe post origin, yeah. maybe just before origin. But that's but, how you view Jeremiah and I. Yeah, well, if you own him and you're one of the thirteen point one, I wouldn't panic trade. You can have a chance of it being a big one next week. Although you know, second year syndrome is a thing, isn't it? So. It's not technically second year, is it? Um, Dearden, 3.3%. People are saying Dearden. I was like, no, because last year he had a career year. It was under 60, so I wouldn't be going Dearden. 3.3 yeah. did, and it's 29. Hess, 7.1. Once we knew that he was starting in the second row, people were keen, 33. Lolo, 8.5%. I mean, 43 is not the worst in the world, but that would probably be a little bit disappointing if you're stacking it up against some of the other premium second rowers. Yeah, no. Uh bit disappointing. I think we, we've seen Logos pass his prime. I think yeah. we're just going to have to come to that. Now, he's probably not super coach relevant again. Yeah. Um, felt 24 from him, only 1.3%, which surprised me too, to be honest. Rapana, 18. He's a dingling, 1.8. Hudson Young, um, 2.3. That's the kind of people, you know, we're talking about these ones that went the Smokies in the twos and threes. Yeah. You know, you could have been one of those winners, but unfortunately you're in the losers category with a 39. Well, it's not the worst, is it? If you can get close enough to 40, I'm like, I'm like, well, wasn't, you know, I'm not going to, I don't feel like deleting team. So that's fine. Mulatalo, Ronnie. Whisperer loved Ronnie and wanted to get real. Well, actually I will say this to defend the Whisperer as a friend of his. He said, if Heinz is in the team, if Heinz is in the team, I'm interested in, Katoa, I'm interested in Teague Wilton. I'm interested in Telekai. I'm interested in Mulatalo. I wouldn't touch any of them. I mean, Teague Wilton still did well, but I- I'm not keen to get any of them until Nico Hines is back in the team personally, and that's what the Whisperer said. Yo, sorry, I just completely zoned out there. Oh, nine points for Mulatalo. Stinks. Oh, yeah. No. Um, his work rate was MIA, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I can't believe all three of the wingers that have scored single digits this round. I had in my super coach team at one point this off season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have been close to, because when uh, Marju, he was my third, when I was going to go three previous center wingers. And I think the whisperer was going with Mulatalo as he said. So he had something different. Um, but there was a world where 
when Marju was out that I was tempted by Mulatalo and Hines being out stopped my thinking on that. Talakai finished with a 37. He's only 2%. Cody uh, Walker um, finished with a 30. And 8% of people took a punt on him. Um, that's, uh, you know, I'm surprised that it was at 8. Although he, South looked good in the trials. Cody looked good in the trials. Everybody, you know, he's such a popular player. Not, no, no, actually. Yeah. Like, popular to some. Yeah, but he's exactly. A super coach at times. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Cody just doesn't seem to be very super coach relevant unless there's no Latrell Mitchell. Mm. Um, Totola, it was unfortunate with the HIA finish on a two. He's 2.7. Arrow was 2.7 as well, but at least he got to 32. Um, Butcher, 10.1%. Um, I'm just saying don't panic. He got a lot of negative stats in there. He was off the field for 15 minutes. Um, finished with a 31. Radley, um, with the 26, he got that poke in the eye. A bit disappointing. I was surprised to see him at 6.2. Nofo, 33. Appy, um, was he had to come off the bench, Appy? Yeah, that was stupid. That um, was and Cam Pereira, single digits, no good. Um, I'm watching you, Adrianosaurus. Always watching. Watching you. Who are we watching for good and bad reasons? Look, I've got. I'm. I'm got to go and kick it off with Garrick. The bloke. He is a weapon for Super Coach. He. I reckon Garrick goes out. If he has a bad game, it's sixty, and in most other games, it's a hundred. He's he's a hundred getter. Yeah, he's he is possibly the centre wing number one this year. I'm telling you this right now, right here, right now. If Toto doesn't pull his finger out on price change, I'm getting Garrick in. I'm getting him in because I, I was tempted to go. And either either antipod Val or Toto with a Garrick, and I'm kicking myself because you, you, he's always in the finished teams, and we always tell ourselves he's too expensive to start the year, but he's just an absolute weapon for Super Coach. Um, Meanie, he was good. Oh, I mean, I'm probably a little bit less keen on it now with no monster in the team. Well, he's probably going to have more playmaking to do, isn't he? Is there a chance they bring him up into the six, or do you think they've got some backup halves there? They got that. Well, they've got Jonah Pezzet. Yeah. So I think he'll get a game. But if they want to go with uh, Fa'alongo from the trials, the Storm fullback, then, yeah, they'd probably blood him and put Manny at 5-8. But I reckon for team structure, they'll just give Peasant a game or start with Hart and put Peasant on the bench. Carrigan, I just reckon he's going to be consistent scorer with consistent minutes all year round. A perfect um, candidate for your top two or even if you – you know, you jack up your 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 second row. He'd be a beautiful third as well, second, and someone else will probably be third. I've got Murray and Fafita. You know, so those are my two. But I'd love to get someone up to Carrigan as soon as I can, because um, I just reckon he's a weapon. Um, Lachlan Miller didn't actually translate to a big um, score, but I really like the look of him. Um, you know, Butcher got out for three weeks because I played Sunny Taruva, and I'm I'm tasked with having to play one of those bottom price cheapies. I got that roulette wrong today with um, Khan Pereira. Maybe I could just get, um, you know, do that. Use my um, jewel and get the cash I need to go and get somebody. Miller, I reckon, looked pretty good to me. Bounces off tackles. He's busy. Um, I reckon Ponga looked all right to me in that game as well. So I think things... Can I give you a player comparison for Block Miller? Yeah. I think he's Dylan Edwards in your center wing. 
Yeah. That's how I view him. I reckon yeah. he scores exactly the same, exact same style of play. And, uh, yeah, I reckon he will be in your best four centre wings for the se- run home or the season yeah. in general. I think he's going to be about a 65, and I just reckon he's an option if your total's not working out or if you lose a player and there's somebody in there picking your centre wing who's playing fullback, I reckon he's one of the good options. Um, Tohu. If, 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 if Tohu is going to play the full game and he's dual... Yeah. You can pick him in your front row. If if Tohu goes out and plays 80 minutes this week, you get him before the price changes if he has a ripping game this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know how much debate there is on that. I think that's a that's if he a plays, thing. If he plays, if, even if you take 10 minutes off him of what he played last game, maybe it's not a still 70, game. 75. Still it's still uh, 10 points under. Yeah, I, I reckon yeah. if he plays 70 minutes, he's going to score 70 points, and that's in the front row. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm happy to admit I was wrong on Tohu. I just got, I was too nervous. Yeah. I was like, he's got to get old eventually, but he, he's such a bloody weapon. Um, Heinz, yeah. obviously Heinz watches on. If Heinz comes back in, would you get a look at him for a week or would you just go? Now, I mean, it casts your mind back to last year when we asked the same question about one, Nathan Cleary. Mm. Don't, don't get a look. If he's named to play and you've, you've got the ability to bring him in, bring him in. Now, I don't have that luxury, so I'm going to have to wait. But, yeah. Yeah. If you can, I, you should. Because, I mean, one way or another, one way, or you want him for around four and five for captain options. Although he is coming with a calf and, you know, he might actually take a little bit to get back to full Nico, you know, his nice, elegant running, you know, his long strides and everything. So, I don't know. If he comes back next week, I reckon I could sit for one week, maybe. Um, you know, but we'll have to wait and see. And Marju, they say that it was illness. Um, and they reckon he's going to be good for teamless next week. It's a pity that he had to sit for the first week because I, I probably would have started with him. I just like he's he's got the super coach friendly game about him. If he comes back in next week, yeah. I'm looking for people to replace Toto with if it's you know, look, Toll's 40s, I know, in in this last game, and I probably should just hold my nerve. But I didn't even like Toll's energy. He didn't seem like he had the swag out there in that game. It seemed too quiet to me. Well, it doesn't help when uh, Penrith don't know what to do with the ball and when they give it to Stephen Crichton, and he's all out of position. So it's just a bad situation for uh, Toto to me. Okay. Anyone else has caught your eye good wise? Um, on my caught my eye in the good department. Well, uh, oh, there was well you don't, you don't own, obviously you don't own Teague's. Yeah, Teague. I don't know Murray, but I'm not too worried about. You've got a Carrigan. You got the feeder. Yeah, and you got and you got, got, got the feeder. Oh, you don't. Uh, no, I don't. No, no carry. Oh, my okay. second rows. My second rows shocking. Oh. Uh, so I, I'm going to be looking to get Teague in, or I just say, you know what? Let's get Paddy Carrigan and let's take out Garner and. Uh, Butcher, if Butcher is missing time, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if Butcher's missing time, you could bank on the fact that Garner's not going to work out. And maybe it is, you do loathe to use two trades, but if that gets you a Carrigan and a forward or whatever, who looks like he's going to go up in price playing those kind of mm. minutes just at the bottom price, yeah. he is, it could be an option for you. Although I don't recommend to people necessarily to, um, you know, go with that. Um, in a bad way, I, I have mentioned Todd. I didn't love, I, he didn't excite me and I didn't, um, you know, love the energy or or really the play that they were going with, but I'm not going to panic, and I'm certainly not going to do it this week. I'm going to get a look for another week, 
and see what, what it is because Toa looked all out of sorts and didn't look interested. The Penrith Panthers looked in all sorts and Brian still scored above 40. That's just what he is. He's a he's yeah. breaker. Um, before we move um, on. Let's say round three, Rob, is the consensus just to use a trade boost? Yes, I reckon my plan is to use a trade yeah. boost on price changes and in the three major buys and just keep one up my sleeve for the run home. Yeah, that's my, okay. That's my I plan. So. Um, look, uh, before we move on to the last segment, there was some cheapies that did suck ass. We mentioned Carm Pereira. Pele. He, he, we thought he was going to be a great cheapie. There was going to be minutes there because Luke Thompson went down. He finished with an eight. In nine minutes. Yeah. I have had an on-again, off-again discussion discussion slash argument slash debate with Whisperer his entire preseason about Franklin Pelle. He said, well, he'll play well, but in reserve grade. And I said, nah, this is his year. He's going to break out. So I was wrong. Uh, I reckon Pelle's in reserve grade within the next month. And uh, I'm not happy. He's going to be Mowali in in a week's time. Yeah, well, Moali was looked pretty good. Um, Alamotti was twenty-two points. They didn't look very good uh, out there, and you know, I mean, I it's hard, eh? Because I reckon um, he's going to be a good player. So he, you yeah. know, I feel like you're always going to be in that um, boat with Khan Pereira. But I reckon that as he plays more, Alamotti's probably going to get up to a thirty-five base type player. Yeah, exactly. And you got to remember, like, it was just a bad game for the Bulldogs as a whole. Alamotti, when he had the ball, looked solid enough. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say he was bad with ball in hand, whereas, you know, Pereira had two errors, you know, trying to create or, you know, finish, you know, whatever the situation may be. But Alamotti and also the next person we're mentioning here, Jacob Preston, they'll both grow into their roles. Yeah. I mean, Preston is... He gets he's getting chants for the crowd. They love him. He looked pretty busy when he was out there when he when he eventually got on. So I don't see any reason. To, what what we have to accept is that Khan Pereira may when the price changes come, he might make no money. He he might make nothing, but he's worth nothing. So you you do have an AE nightmare, and you'll have to be very careful about who you VC and C because you might be getting yeah. a single digits Khan Pereira. It's not going to be easy to move on. Because there's no, I mean, unless you had a few dollars in the bank and you wanted to go to a Willy Army or something, but if you've got Warbrick and you've got Alamotti and you've got Khan Pereira, it's not going to be easy to move all of those pieces if if, if they're not doing so well. Um, Ketoa, 25. Yeah, I think that's, well, I roughly expected that from him today. It's his first game. Chooks were always going to run traffic at him. I thought, and, he, looked uh, I thought he looked good he, on the field. He looked good. He had a very slow start to the game. He was on minus one after 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, but he built into the game. Yeah. I, I, there's no rushing it. He's Ilias, right? We've got to remember he's Ilias. He's going to be a slow burn. Uh, but we're here for him. I think we're okay with that being a slow burn because there's not much at 5 eight. Yeah, and I don't think that he – well, I mean, look, once Schuster's back, you probably can reach to Schuster. But I don't reckon he's going to get dropped. No. Because I thought he looked good to me. Uh, Ray Stone, twenty-seven. He was he's popular still. Um, it wasn't, you know, those twenties and stuff hurt. Hey, eh? Bloor, poor old Bloor. Twelve points from him. Uh, he's he's bottom price cheapy, and uh, you know Bateman could be back next week. Yeah, yeah, that'd be brutal. That scared me that off. Bloor, you know, you got a twelve yeah. out of Bloor. 
Uh, and Bateman is a chance of coming back next week. Let's go to our last segment of the show and then we'll end it. That's a problem for future Adrianosaurus. I don't envy that guy. Future problems. Let's think about next when week. When do you record these? When do you record these? I, I made them. Once I realized that I was going to do the format with the segments, I recorded these, you know, on the Saturday where the missus was out. <laughs> That's a future problem. Anyway, so um, look, let's talk about um trades and basically what we, from this far out, what we're looking at for a VC and C. I'll go first. No trades. I had Cam Pereira as a bad um score this week, but he's a bottom price cheapie. I will trade if Butcher gets weeks. If he doesn't, I'm going to hold. I reckon the score would have been good if he didn't get those negative stats. I reckon that the Roosters were the favorite. We were calling them the favorites for the flags. So they got off to a shit start. Yeah. They're going to bounce back, I reckon. Um, so um, no trades for me. Yourself? Um, I'm thinking at least one, probably two. I'm thinking Garner's uh, definitely gone. And I'm thinking it'll be if Butcher's out for multiple weeks, he's gone as well. Um, if it's one week, he's a hold. If it's two weeks, it's really three weeks because of that buy. Mm. So, and if it's a three week suspension, ends up being like fourth, you know, round six. We'll see you then. It's it get, becomes five essentially if uh, uh, Egan Butcher's out um, for three. So I'm thinking. Uh, oh, I'm having so many mental blokes today, Addo. Um, <laughs> I've got Egan Butcher to Teague Wilton, or yeah. well, Luke Garner to Teague Wilton. That's yep. a locked-in trade. And then the other trade will be probably uh, Egan Butcher to obviously a second rower. Uh, but who does that second rower is? Could be Jackson Ford, although I don't think I'd go on him after one game. Could be Willie Army. It could be even Preston, because I think... You know, he will grow into the role. It could be, uh, yeah. There's a few ways I can go with him. Mate, I'd it get all over. Four, I'd get all over Ford, Ford if he's going to be keep getting those minutes. Um, yeah, yeah but, but it's, it's hard like to do it number two because yeah, you know, it is hard. But at least um, the the size were good in round one. Um, mm. Look for me, VCs and Cs next week. I could change this, but I'm looking at it. I just had a quick look when I was doing the notes at who, what what I like. Next week's a tough uh, tough week. You've got. The Panthers, after a loss against the uh, Bunnies, who looked very tidy, <laughs> you know, so that's going to be a real tight yeah. matchup. I think um, Penrith are going to, well, even if they're not um, the Penrith of last year, I reckon they're going to be sporting after. They don't want to be none and two. No, they won't want, want to be in on it. And, uh, yeah, they're really going to have to pick up the game. They're probably going to have to start playing Sonny Luke the minutes he deserves. I, I don't think uh, Cleary, you know, I don't know if we think he's going to bounce back against a great, good team like Bunnies, uh, but he could be someone that you take a punt on as a VC. Um, look, Parramatta Eels versus the Sharks, they both had a loss. I reckon that's going to be a tight match. The Cowboys versus the Broncos, I think, is going to be a nice even match as well. Um, the Dolphins versus the Raiders, no one's going to own Raiders, are they? Um Go Ozako. No, um, and look, Melbourne Storm versus the Bulldogs is who I'm targeting for my captain. No Munster in the team. Mm-hmm. I think Grant could come on and just run the show. He, he's no shrinking violet, and he's a safe captain, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's safe captain. There's no denying that. Yeah, look, um, for me, I've it's got for me, it's going to yeah. be him or Dewey up against yeah, the Knights. I'll tell you what, I've, I have got an absolute doozy. 
of a potential combination for you. Go on. All right. <clears throat> Warm up that throat of mine. <laughs> Vice captain on uh, Hop Stud, Hop Goat, whatever, whatever you want to call him. Hop Good, yep. I guess hop we'll call God. him. Yeah, Hop God. Yep. Vice captain on him because Sharks, well, they weren't fantastic in the middle. You know, they got rolled through by Shaq Mitchell and Davy Moali. That says something about your middle forwards, doesn't yeah. it? Um, and I'm captaining Adam Dewey. I've seen well, enough. Stop yeah, the count. He yeah. scored, his team scored 10 points and he scored 95 points. He's so such a go-to imagine guy. what he's doing against Newcastle. Yeah, anytime they look like they're going to score a try, it's got Dewey's hands on it. You know, he's just such a um, – you know, he, he's the one that just puts his hand up. He's he's the one – Luke Brooks is not uh, doing it. So Dewey's like, give it to me and I'll run, run those sweeping backline plays. He is the 5'8". Um, yeah, so I think those are probably the games that we'll target. I mean, I think you, you know, I don't see I mean, I went I went Cleary in a a matchup that people were saying was going to be harder than we all gave credit for, and, and the Broncos went down and rolled them, which is really you know, people were right. I think they'll bounce back this week, but I just don't know. I'm I reckon there's gonna be a time when Cleary just goes boom. When it happens and when you've got a VC mm. on is the question. I think you're right. Because the the game will be right, will just come out of nowhere. If I was to be a, a guessing man, and I, I guess I'll, I'll give it a go, I will say it's probably uh, around seven against Newcastle. I reckon that's oh. when he goes. If he makes it to seven and, and he hasn't turned up or gone a big one fifty, I'll be very surprised. He's just it's. Yeah. Anyway, but they look a little rudderless out there. So, I mean, look, it could happen at any time. And yeah. you, you you really loathe not having a slice of him when he does go big. Yeah, exactly. So you just own him and you move on. That's the first one uh, in the books. I think we've uh, both landed a bit around par. Where that lands us on the rank, I don't know. But um, I think it's probably a pretty good start. I think I've seen a lot of similar scores, so it could be a real yeah. interesting one. Um, Nathan, great chat and super coach as always. And we'll be back next week. Um, with round two, I mean, look, we'll do teams. Do we do teams? All right. Well, we'll talk again uh, on Teamless Tuesday. Thanks for listening, everyone. We love you a long time. Thank you. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. You won't see anything like that again this year. And maybe.